On today's show, a guide to successful Facebook groups for musicians. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hello, I'm Sheldon with his cat. And hello, I'm Greg with a coffee. And this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. If you're listening to this on, on the podcast, you can't see my cat. However, um, I am being invaded by a feline. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to get rid of them. But it just goes to show you how, you know, how friendly and impersonal uh, this particular show is, Greg. Oh, blimey, we're doing another one fairly much straight after our last one. People will talk, Greg. People will I know. talk. In and fact, if people can hear background noise, I'll be honest, it's too hot to keep the windows it, shut. We are, we are in, a, in a heat wave in the UK. I've got a pint of water to try and rehydrate myself throughout uh, this particular communique. In fact, we have had some uh, correspondence of late, which okay. went something along the lines of, um, you know, enjoy the show, chaps. However, if you're supposed to be all about marketing, uh, oh, yeah, looking at your YouTube view numbers, you don't seem to be doing very well in marketing your own sort of... Um, your own sort of podcast type um, video. A um, couple of things to remember. A, um, in terms of this particular show, the podcast numbers are often two or three times more than the video views because people like to get their information on a podcast because you can listen to it while you're driving or while you're, while you're out and about. But um, what you're probably doing is you're comparing what we do um, against other people who are producing music marketing content. And what you've got to remember is that the content that they produce is content marketing for their music marketing businesses. So they will be selling at the back end some probably course or uh, guides or whatever. So, so they'll be trying to charge people eventually. So what that means is they, if, if ever they produce any content, they will probably put a lot of time and money into marketing it so it gets viewership. So ultimately, at the back end, they can sell some of their products. You own a, a recording studio and rehearsal uh, rooms. Uh, I, I'm in a band myself and, and I do other bits and bobs. And we just do this out of the goodness of our hearts, don't we, Greg? Yeah, we, I mean that's the thing. In the sense of like we we put we just relay our experiences on our yeah. on what we do for a living. This is just something that we do as a to more to reiterate our experiences, really. Yeah, yeah, and and, and these are real world experiences. The one thing I would say, if any um, person is trying to sell, if anyone's a musician out there and is trying to sell you music marketing courses. Or what have you? Just just check check out their Spotify plays. Check out their YouTube view numbers. Check out how many people they have on their socials. Admittedly, you know that's only one particular metric of success, but it possibly gives you some indication as to how successful their music career is and maybe should be when they're trying to tell you how to market their music. It's sort of like okay, let's have a look at how you've marketed your music and if you feel as though those numbers don't necessarily correlate with what you're buying because obviously they should be able to demonstrate i mean you know and i'm, I'm very much of, of the person that okay if i'm trying to tell people about how to how to market a live show and get um get your fans to, to gigs you know i can i can show you plenty of footage of uh, you know mm. crowded and sold out gigs so 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 there's my particular evidence but anyway that, that was that was just a a little side and a, and a little intro to this week's episode, which is all about 
Facebook groups, Greg. They've been around for quite a while, haven't they? They have been around for quite a while. And as I might have mentioned previously on the podcast, for years and years and years, I put off creating a Facebook group for the band that I am in. I thought it'd be, oh, am I, you know, is it going to be too much work? Do I really need one if I've got a, a Facebook page? But I think it was in January of 2020. So that's a good, a good 18 months. That was when so. the world was a normal place. When the world was a normal place. I started my Facebook group, and I think certainly in the past 18 months, it has been the best, one of the best uh, ways of marketing not necessarily marketing my music but uh the best community engagement tool that the best tool that i've had in terms of talking to my fans and getting them engaged and getting them particularly excited about whatever i've got coming up next so i would recommend uh, that everybody if you've got a facebook page for your music you should probably have an ancillary facebook group running alongside and this particular episode is going to be telling you maybe all the necessary things that you need to either action or think about as you go about doing that Greg because it's been such a success for me I think that certainly if you've got um, an active Facebook following uh, for your music that you need to run a Facebook group alongside. People wondered what I was doing. I'd plugged my MacBook charger in, but I've got to plug it into the actual laptop. You don't want to be running out of power no. mid-episode. No, we don't. Uh, so, okay, Sheldon, what is the difference between a Facebook page and a Facebook group? Well, pages are normally run by businesses, personalities, musicians. If you're a musician or an artist, a Facebook page is something that you control. Uh, you're in charge. It's you that's primarily posting the content, which is hopefully going to be engaged by your audience, which is the followers on your Facebook page. Hopefully they're going to interact with it. So you're in charge. It's very much a, a broadcasting medium there's you you're broadcasting to your fans and that's fine that's the experience that most people who have a the facebook page can, can fully mm. so, um appreciate yeah go on so how's your, your uh connection and your engagement on your facebook group been more successful than say like the newcomer on the scene tiktok they, they operate in in slightly different ways and again, TikTok is more, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a content delivery system for the most part. I mean, obviously, if you go live on TikTok, if you have X number of followers, you're, you have the privileges to go live. But um, when you think about it, you know, TikTok is just a short form um, video platform. Yeah. But um, what a Facebook group is, it's a community and it's a community of like-minded individuals and we're almost at the same sort of level I think about a Facebook page in terms of the hierarchy you as the artist are at the top and sort of your fans are at the bottom and and you're sort of sending content and videos and posts and pictures down to them in, in a you know in, in a Facebook group it's a community where everyone is very much on on the same sort of level and they're based primarily around similar sort of interests so um obviously the interesting question in terms of your Facebook group, if you're a musician and you set up um, 
a, a Facebook group, the interest is go- still going to be you and your music. But the idea is that you're not necessarily talking just about your music. You're talking about all your shared interests. And if you've got a strong sort of brand that's based around your music, you know, those interests should probably and hopefully be embedded within um, your content and, and your songs. So people should be able to identify and know what these uh, what these interests are. So um, as, as way of an example, I uh, am in a group for a comedy podcast that I follow. And I think there's about seven or 8,000 people in this particular group, including the person whose podcast it is. But the majority of posts, um, I'd say 95% of them are people who consume and like the podcast. And they're talking not really about the podcast, but about the topic of comedy and stand-up comedy and, and, and live comedy and humour that's in the news. Those are the interests that are based around this particular group. So yes, it, it's based around the podcast, but there's only a very small proportion of posts that are about the podcasts. The, the posts are about the, you know, the shared interests. Is it a bit like throwing a, a stone into a pond? There's that ripple out where the conversation expands and the interaction on many things. Yeah, and and the thing to remember is that everyone, whereas if you've got a Facebook page as an artist, you're talking about yourself, you're talking about your shows, your gigs, your... It's uh, me, me, you, me, advert, advert, advert. Yes, very, very much so. But in a Facebook group, the idea is that all the members contribute easily. So yes, those people could still be talking about you, but hey, it's not you that's yeah. talking about you. The, the pressure's off you in some respects. It, be- and- it then becomes a conversation rather than an advert. Yeah. And, yeah and, and these are very much sort of natural conversations that aren't necessarily sort of prompted. So in my Facebook group, we get um, people talking about the region that we live in. We get people posting funny memes because what I do musically has a uh, heck of a lot of humour in there so it's like humor is a very strong part of our group if people find a funny meme they will post it in there they will maybe post old gig photos we will talk about the food that we like maybe the drinks that we like so again all these shared interests so Mm. it's based around um our music and our sort of brand but it you know it's it's very much a community of people talking about the things that they like and it's and they're doing most of the talking. It takes the pressure <laughs> off you. I'm obviously, you know, dipping in and maybe encouraging these conversations once they start. Um, but really, I, I'm not the, the the lead instigator. So that's great. That almost like this community can not necessarily exist without me. Yeah. But I, I'm not the the, the prime. You're user. not having to, um, you know, basically hold every, everyone's hand. Hey. So. Um, Okay. So it's great, you know. This community thrives and it and exists because of me as a musician. But I don't have to be looking at it and curating it all the time, you know. Which is great, and and that's great because it. it you know, if you've got a an Instagram. Um, uh, feed it's it, like if if you don't post something on your page, like nothing happens. Yeah. Whereas things, if you've got an active, there's an organic kind of things will just keep on happening okay. without your intervention. That's great. Okay. Well, so obviously 
can be quite rewarding and engaging for the participants, yep. which is wonderful. But people are lazy, Sheldon. We how, know they're lazy. How can you get your followers to join your group where, as you've just discussed, they're more than likely going to have a good time? Uh, right. Well, what I did was I said that I'm starting a Facebook group. However, this particular group is only for our top fans. It's Ooh. only for our super fans. So what I was trying to do is I was trying to make it so that if the uh, if if my followers or any of my followers self-identified as a super fan, I was signaling and signposting that this would be the place for them to be. So rather than just going, oh, we've we've got a group. If you want to join it, that uh, that'd be great. I was I, I was um, saying to people, look, if you really like us, and obviously the if you have followers, there should be people who like you more so than other followers. It's like, but what you need to do is you need to move over there because A, it's a place only for super fans and super followers. So it gives them almost a way to identify and show off to other people within the group. So so again, that's almost like trying to create a community of, of like-minded people uh, from the off. Um, also, as well, I um, I said, right, in this particular group, there's going to be exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else. So I provided a, a bit uh, of an incentive in, in that particular way. So I, I said that su- this is super fans only, so it, that's a good opportunity for super fans to identify and badge themselves thus. People... Um, um, I think they still do on main Facebook pages. They t- um, they get awarded stars if they're constantly posting to your page. So so people like those particular accolades. And indeed, within Facebook groups, you get similar accolades as well if you're constantly um, starting conversations or chipping into conversations. So so people do like uh, those little sort of rewards. So you're and so I just more or less sort of said to people, come to this group if you're if you're, if you're a big fan. And the big fans did so. And I said, here's the incentive. You're going to get um, bit, uh, extra bits and pieces that you can't get anywhere else. So basically, it's almost like a VIP kind of... Very, uh, very much so, yeah. VIP room. So yeah, I I, I called my uh, my group uh, a super special fan zone, but you could call it a, you know, a VIP area, the velvet rope, whatever whatever means of... It's not a bad album of- by Janet Jackson. It is. Is that the one with the uh, quite alluring cover? Um, it's the one with the remix of Jenny Mitchell's "Got Till It's Gone." Right. Yeah. No, I, was, I think she's that uh, might be possibly. The one she's, she's got nothing on. Uh, no, that was the that was Janet. Oh. That was the album that came out after Rhythm Nation. I just amazing album. Sorry, I digress. Actually, whilst we're on the subject of digressing, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis have actually released their first ever album. Who were the producers what, for Janet? What, their own solo album? Yeah, it's taken 40 years. Well, you know. Barely right. So, but then again, Brian Wilson, 35 years for Smile, was it? Yeah, he, he had stuff going on, though. He had stuff going <laughs> That's on. That's one way of putting it. So, I mean, I've joined a few Facebook groups. The ones that I've seen tend to be buy and sell groups for the local area. Okay, yeah. There's some strange people out there. 
there are always whenever you get communities there are strange people Southport especially no offence to people from Southport but there does seem to be I don't be... think we've got a big uh, Southport contingency on the podcast so if you've got your fans posting in your group yeah when you post in a group how does it differ to what you post there to what you post on your Facebook page I know you've mentioned the content and the yeah, exclusive yeah, yeah. stuff but is there anything else that you do differently on your Facebook group to your Facebook page? So we know from, from previous conversations passing on, on this podcast that to get the organic reach on your Facebook page, then you need to be posting content that gets the necessary likes, comments, and shares. Because if it doesn't, then it won't get the reach and, and people won't see it. So, you know, it, it's a game. We have to play the game and we have to cater our content for our main Facebook page almost in a, in a quite sensationalist sort of way in order to provoke and get that response from our audience in order that that content will therefore reach a bigger audience. I think the stuff that I post in the group, it's, it's a little bit more informal. It's a little bit more intimate the 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 this the, the exclusive content that i mentioned previously it does tend to be more of the behind the scenes sort of stuff the stuff that really perhaps more the super fans would necessarily is like it a little bit like what they used to do on the x factor where they'd have the show and then they'd have yeah it, it's not necessarily the main sort of programming um are you familiar with the term b-roll footage yes. in the world of movie making so it's behind the scenes stuff it's the stuff that really the nerdy people especially well, I guess, sort of like. you know i mean um as a a point in you know the born a series of films yeah and have you watched the one where they literally drive down the vegas strip and literally drive into one of the casinos uh, I haven't, but it does sound uh, almost quite similar to uh, a scene from uh, Con Air. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But you're kind of going, I mean, you look at it, I mean, obviously, I, I have quite an interest in, in, in filming and stuff like this. And, you know, you, you want to find the behind-the-scenes stuff because you're like, how on earth did you manage to do this? I mean, I've been down Vegas Strip and to close that off for filming and then drive into one of the casinos you just kind of go logistically how on earth did you do that and then i found out that they use some of the cameras that we've got here and stuff like that so you're like oh that's i'll be honest they weren't the main ones they were the ones that well if it gets broken it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> so you're like oh okay uh but you know it's uh so uh, what i find is is this is this is good in a way for the simple reason that that sort of content, because it's not the sort of content that would receive those likes, comments, and shares on the main page. It, it's not really effective for, for, for the main sort of channels. So if you've got um, a particular space whereby it, it does get the engagement because it is specifically playing to that particular audience, it means that it's actually used and doesn't just sit as a, you know, as a, as a file on on a on an SD card in yeah. your uh, in your camera sort of yeah, way. Yeah, that's so a good it's, point. It's more sort of informal stuff. It's more behind the scenes sort of stuff. And you know, the the way that I talk to people on there, it's a, probably a little bit more informal. You know, I'm less of a I'm less of a, a performer and a person as I might be on the main Facebook page. And it is like I'm sort of talking to you. It's you know, it, it's it's more sort of intimate because i know these are you know these are the people that that really do support 
me and my music career and probably spend a little bit more money as well. So I'm, you know, I'm willing to be more of a, you know, more of a, more of a, you know, an equal to them rather than, you know, that sort of artist fan distant sort of relationship. Well, now that you brought cash into the situation, this was my next question because obviously I think us musicians or muso people have taken a bit of a financial hit over the last 18 months, frankly. Tell me, in so. fact, I have, I have got to go to our accountants and drop our the pitiful books off to be uh, to be certified later in the day. So as a Not, musician, yeah. can you make money from a Facebook group? You can. Show me the, the money, the, Sheldon. The simplest way to do it is to make your Facebook group a private Facebook group. And you can just say, right, for, uh, you know, for X amount of pounds... I'm going to be posting all this exclusive content in there. You might choose to do exclusive, you know, live streams and performances from there. And because of that, you know, because those things have value, you can say, right, well, you know, I'm going to charge you a one-off fee or I'm going to be charging you a yearly fee. And it it could just be a nominal amount, you know, in terms of you could just say, you know, one-off cost of £10 or you could say, I'm going to be putting loads of stuff on there and you can almost treat it as, you know, like a, a Patreon Well, this was a question I was going to ask. I mean, how does this end up becoming? How does this end up becoming different to say Patreon or the other one, just fans? Oh, only fans. Only fans. It's well, yeah. That that just shows that you you've not joined anywhere on OnlyFans for that exclusive content. Well, again, it. I mean, unless you know, I presume it's only fans. Is that where you literally have to remove items of clothing? Um. Some people don't. Some people, you know, just produce, again, exclusive content. And it, it depends upon, A, you know, the relationship that you have with your audience and perhaps how you, you know, how you go about structuring your music career. And again, if what you produce has value and if you want to monetize that relationship with yourself and your audience, which you are free to do so, and, you know, as something as successful as OnlyFans has has proved, you know, as long as you're giving people value within that paid-for community, then by all means, by all means do it. You know, you you can you could charge for entry, you can produce exclusive merchandise for sale to people who are only in that group. So, you know, you can say you, you can almost post that to your main page and say, you know, if if you're a part of of this Again, even if it's a free community, um, join this community because the link to get this exclusive T-shirt or this exclusive CD, that's only for the super fans within this particular group. I, so, so that's what, a, a way of making money. I guess I think, you know, thinking about it whilst you were talking, I guess a big difference between uh, OnlyFans and, say, Patreon, which I presume there's a, a, a price barrier to be able to connect with that exclusive content. Whereas at least with a Facebook group, there is no price barrier to becoming a member, is there? You just join if you want. Yeah. I mean, so you other can, than you, clicking you, on a mouse, that's your only expenditure. And again, it, it, it just depends upon whether you think is you've got the amount of super fans who would be willing to pay you know, some sort of monetary value to uh, to join. You know, and, and again, that will be different for for each and every person. Okay, so any other tips? 
what I would say is you can find some um, fans to act as moderators. Moderators are always good because they can keep an eye on the group, you know, potentially when you're not there. I'm quite lucky in terms of the 18 months or so that I've been running my band's uh, Facebook group. There's only been one big argument. Really? Yeah. Yes. All my lot tend to be very well behaved because, again, people with similar interests do tend to be passionate about. Uh, are you able interests. to? Are you able to divulge? What, yeah. What well, one particular what fan? One particular fan um, said, um, "Don't you know? Uh, like what you do and everything, but I don't like your new single." And then everybody piled on, going, "You're supposed to be a fan. You're supposed to. Be, you know, you're supposed to support them for everything." And eventually. I just had to dip in there and just go, look, everybody, let's keep it civil. Calm down. Everybody will like everything. It's fine not to like what this one particular thing. So, so is yeah. this was this the one that we recently uh, created the a vid- video for? shot the video for, for you yeah, that, I, that I still need to edit. So, um, yeah, so moderators can can help in that regard. Again, if you know, like, like I said, the, my particular group, thankfully, doesn't need much in the way of moderation, but I've got a couple of people... Um, one of which is probably one of our biggest super fans, and she approves membership for the group, and she pops in there. And if somebody asks a question, saying, "Oh, does does anybody know, you know, um, how to get maybe tickets to this particular live stream or whatever?" She she'll pop in there, and she'll almost be like my, you know, my um, a personal assistant. That's a way to 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 think about it for the group. That's good. Um, you know, you could have maybe some sort of you know create some sort of physical space for members of the group you could say right you know if i'm playing a particular show let's all meet up by the merch stall you know half an hour before we go on and again we'll have a a nice little private sort of chat that sort of thing or you could you know you could arrange you know if all your um, super fans tend to be uh, based in one particular location you could arrange for some sort of uh, you know meet up independent from from any sort of live shows so don't just think uh, that that a facebook group has to be online find online you can pivot that and make it a a real physical space as well so yeah if, if you've got a um a modest to a good uh facebook active to the following in summary i think a, a facebook page is something that you should consider. Run alongside, um, run, run your group alongside your, your Facebook page, and I, I think in terms of fan engagement, it will it will really benefit your music career. Okay, so there you go. That is the joy and wonder of Facebook groups. Facebook groups. Don't forget if you've got uh, any questions or comments about uh, uh, music marketing and potentially how to further your music career, get in touch with the show by whatever means. That will probably normally be sticking a uh, YouTube comment down below. And uh, maybe um, we can even do a particular episode about something that you'd like us to talk about. And I think probably the next one we'll actually be able to do in person. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Um, as long as um, you can supply uh, pints of water and a nice cool room in which to do it. Yeah, I can, I'll give it a go. I'll give it That's a stuff. go. So, so, so yeah, yeah. Um, like, comment, yeah, you, you know, it's social media. Do, do your thing, give us a thumbs up, 
um, put a comment on a, a, a podcast platform of your choice. And if you like what you hear and you, know, you think as though you've got some benefit from it, why not pass this particular episode on an, our YouTube channel or podcast or whatever to a musician friend? They probably appreciate the advice as well. Exactly. So there you go. Thank you. For Until watching. next time, you take care and we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Ta-da.